Hello and welcome back to New Hampshire's number one sports podcast where one of the hosts still calls a musical artist new album his new CD. It is the Never Wears <laughs> podcast. I'm your host, Tom Brown, joined as always my, by my brother, Tim. And Tim, you uh, heard any good CDs on Spotify re- recently? Uh, no, uh, actually, yes. Was it Eric? Not Eric Church. Eric Church um, did add some songs, though. Yeah. Um, and that was an EP. So, yeah. Well, it was part you know, of the three parter. Um, who else? Luke Combs' new CD sucked. <laughs> You're calling it a CD. It's hilarious. Well, it would be a CD if you bought it. That's true. All right. Well, Tim. Um, the NFL season is is nearly upon us. We are recording this Tuesday night at 8.30, and in 48 hours, a game is kicking off between the Los Angeles Rams and the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, it's the best time of year. So what we're going to do, what the plan is here, is we're going to go through this by um, starting with Patriots, and then we're going to go ahead and go through some picks, what we think is going to happen in the league. Maybe talk about some exciting new faces and new, or same faces, new places. You know, that's always a fun gimmick. There sure. were a bunch. I was looking through them. There were I was so confused many. by the rundown. So uh, why? You hadn't seen one in a while? <laughs> um, but I'll, I'll be able to catch on. Well, yeah. Don't worry, Tim. I'll lead you along. I'll carry you. I'll hold your hand. As we Why are you do. sitting in a different spot today? I'm in the basement. See all your, where's the memorabilia? Oh, we had to uh, rearrange. So now I'm just back to where I've been at the beginning. All right, Tim. So the New England Patriots, what are your, before we get deep down into it, how's your overall feeling? Uh, as you know, I'm a glass half full guy. So yes, this is exactly how most people describe you. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't really care what people say about training camp. Like, I'll watch a preseason game because I like football, but these stories out of training camp that this player's not doing well and this player's not doing well, I don't think any of that matters. Well, you know, I have some concerns. But well, yeah, I have some concerns. But you said we weren't diving in yet. You said no, overall. No, no. Overall, yeah. But I agree with that. And I just never feel like, I mean, there were times where it was like, ooh, offense looked shaky today. And it's like, offense didn't look great in preseason game number two when they had Tom Brady. And it's like, yeah, they ran pretty four pretty vanilla plays, didn't pick up a first down. And that was that. Yeah. So, I don't know. But yeah, I guess I'm not as excited as I was, I would say, last year. But far, I'm still way above where I was when they played the Cam Newton year. I'm more excited about the offense this year than I was last year. Interesting. New new little look to it, and you're, uh, you're feeling good. All right. So now, Tim, let's start by just looking over the old roster here, depth chart. So they're down to their 53. And this is all, you know, you can say that, Jacoby Myers, Devontae Parker, and Kendrick Bourne are the starting wide receivers, but they could have four guys out there the first play. 
it's pointless to like list it like yeah. that. But True. Myers, Parker, Bourne, Aguilar are they're probably only going with those four because otherwise it's Slater because Thornton and Wilkerson are are on IR. Yeah, that Thornton injury sucked, huh? Yeah, that was a real bummer. That just kind of was like, oh wow, speedy guy seems to like Mac Jones, but he just got hurt and that sucked. It really took a weapon. It seemed like a weapon, a really good weapon they were going to have was taken away. Yeah. And I think he would have got the Aguilar steps, which I would have been happy with. Yeah. I, yeah. So I, but I mean, he'll, be back in week eight at like the latest yeah so it's not he didn't blow out an achilles he's not like it doesn't totally fuck up his legs that's a good thing i mean it's a broken bone and generally i think if you're a player and you want to get injured you want a broken bone instead of ligament or tendon damage 100 percent, or brain damage i don't know well, I mean, long term. All right, and then obviously Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith. Where are you on the Jonu Smith thing? Do you think he's going to be better this year? Where Where do you What are your thoughts? I do think he'll be better. Um, I think they're just going to spread him out more. And they the offense last year was so based on the run. Like they seemed to get John Smith started early and then they would just go away from him. Like there were design plays like three or four, four different times that were designed to get him going and he got going. And then they just stopped doing it. I think a second year in the offense, them hopefully throwing the ball a little more, gets him going. And the shitty part is you paid so much money for somebody who isn't that good of a blocker. Yeah. Right. And that's kind of what you thought going in was the strong point was like he can block and pass or go out for passes, but it doesn't necessarily seem that like that's the. No, and Henry can't block either. Um, no. So, but that, that brings me to, I didn't know exactly when I was going to bring this up, but. Last year, you can look look up the podcast if you want. I doubt you will, so I'll just kind of harp on this net again. With so I don't know if you heard you were listening a couple weeks ago on the, uh, Simmons podcast. They had Warren Sharp, and they had his football book. He gave a promo code to have it be one dollar. Oh yeah. Well, I'm just I'm gonna scoop that up. You're not gonna miss. I'm not gonna miss out on that deal. Promo That's code. That's a good bargain. Yeah. And actually I read like a few different like schematic things, but then just read the Patriot section. That's all I needed. Like it was a buck. If I paid the whole $30, I probably would have read the whole book. Maybe not, but I was saying, and I found these numbers on sharp football analysis last year with, they're just so much better spread out. You could see that that was like straight up. eye test. Yeah. With one to two wide receivers in the formation, 
They had the 31st EPA per attempt. That's expected points added. It's a real nerdy stat, but it's kind of what everyone talks about now. When they had three or more, they were ninth. That is a very drastic jump. Yeah. They're, well, and that's also the way football goes now. Exactly. And when you're passing efficiently like that, oddly enough, the running lanes open up too. So that's why you see these running backs from like high throwing offenses rip off 30, 40 yard runs. Because it's just one, you hit the hole and, you know, it's defensive backs with their backs turned. So. Yeah. I think if, especially when they get Thornton back, they need to be three wide receivers and a tight end or running back. So I guess that's, what is that? 21? Thir- no, 13, 13 personnel. And, or 11. That's 11. Sorry, because it's based off wide receivers and, or I mean, running backs and tight ends. 11 personnel or 10, maybe. I don't know. Whatever it is with one tight end, no running back, four wide receivers. Oh, like, spread. Like, yeah, but you don't have to have, you could have Henry or Smith tight with the line of scrimmage if you need a block. I'm just saying, I hope they, they call that empty. Sure. But I'm just saying I would like a little less dependence on the run and more spread out because that's what Mac Jones succeeded at when he was awesome in college. Yeah. Which also brings me to strong to all those wide receivers, but yeah, that helps. But you know, we're you know, different game, Tim. So the next thing I want to bring up. Speaking of the roster, is a lot of Steve Ramondre Stevenson over Damian Harris talk. Seen that? I mean, there was even a point. I think I sent you. There was a report once that they were that the Patriots are have been open to or listening to offers for Harris. I don't think they'll re-sign him if he splits time with Stevenson. There's no way. well. There's just no way they resign him if, he, especially unless he's like, no, I'll take your offer. Yeah, but I mean, I like Harris. I think Harris and Stevenson are both really good. Harris is injury prone, very. So that's not the best. So, and then Ty Montgomery is dinged up. That but... looks like he blew his knee out. In the in the Raiders game. Well, I mean, come on, he's he's sidelined with an ankle, so you know, I wouldn't worry about the, worry about his knees. No, I'm saying when you watched it, it looked like it was his knee. Oh, oh, yeah. So I don't know. Do you? Th- I want my. I guess what I'm kind of saying is, do you think Stevenson will? St- get more of the carries as the season goes on. I think Harris loses his job outright, basically, if he gets injured again. Yeah, I think he'll be the guy that comes in and spells Stevenson. Like, if Harris gets hurt in week two and is out for two weeks with a hamstring, he lost his job. Yeah. All right, and then the last thing about offense 
your favorite thing to talk about the line. Mm. So Trent Brown is listed on ESPN as the left tackle. I think Wynn is supposed to be the left tackle. No, Wynn's playing. I thought I looked at it the other day and they had Wynn on the right side. Oh, all right. Good. And then Cole Strange, left left guard, David Andrews, Mike Onwenu, and is the other guard. So there was another report that the Patriots were looking to get rid of win, which I don't think any of us disagree with. No, not one one bit. Why well, I don't understand why they wouldn't switch on Wanu and win. Win uh, is undersized. I bet I just I have a feeling that their offensive line is just not gonna be the where this week against Miami coming up is not gonna be that by like November. Yeah. Because I like the left side. Yeah. Actually, if you move Onwenu to the right guard and then put James Ference at, or Onwenu to right tackle, yeah. Ference to right guard, you just, I mean, I can't get over win tackling Damian Harris for a loss last year. <laughs> that, well, I'll never forget that. There were a few where it was just like brutal one-on-one plays where he was just like, embarrassed it's super lame to say turnstile but he was legit a turnstile all right and on the do better at right maybe yeah it's less pressure i guess yeah like the left defensive uh, i don't know the defensive ends in the nfl the edge rushers are kind i just don't like any of him up against any of them no and like week two, you're going to learn a lot. Pittsburgh, that's TJ Watt coming at Isaiah Wynn for a whole game. I don't love that. No. Uh, so we We're should mention that on offense, they lost Ted Karras, Shaq Mason. I guess you could say Brandon Bolden because he ended up having to play with some injuries last year, but that was it. And then they added Devontae Parker and Ty Montgomery. Montgomery's interesting. If he comes back and is, has like a James White role, I'll be interested to see. Did they cut um, the running back there? Uh, was it Pierre Strong? No, he's fourth it? string. He's, which maybe he's practice squad. I don't know. He's not, I don't see him getting much time, but I mean, you got to play a, you have to play. Well, the other two can't really catch that well. That's true. I guess Stevenson was fine. Um, and then on defense, they lost J.C. Jackson, Kyle Van Noy. When they traded Chase Winovich, who wasn't really much. Um, and then they added Jabril Peppers. That's about it. And while in the trade, Mac they Wilson. got, huh? What'd you say? Mac, Mac, yeah, Mac, Mac Wilson. So I don't know. I, this is, I, I'd say their defensive line is incredible. They're, I think Barmore and Wise are awesome. And then Judon is really good to awesome. So maybe, 
I'd say Uh, Wise is really good. Farmore has been, everyone is saying Farmore is eating up camp and did or did eat up camp. Yeah, I I mean, their D line is definitely this. Well, I wouldn't say it's the strength of the defense, but it's definitely the second best part of the defense. Yeah. Um, Wait, what do you think is the strength? The safeties? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I was like, wait, it's not the corners. <laughs> and who the linebackers are definitely up in the air. So I was like, what the hell? But yeah, I like their safeties a lot. Yeah. I think it's going to be like they're just going to play a safety at linebacker, like a little deeper linebacker. Yeah. Gonna, that's I think kind they're going to the play three thing. safeties. There's that's the thing now is kind of like that flexible position there so it'll be interesting like phillips played a lot of like deep linebacker last year too yeah you know it's the run defense with the linebackers is just atrocious yeah so god forbid if they have to cover somebody well i'm so worried i am just terrified this is my biggest worry is that when they go like they're gonna go against Aaron Rodgers. They're going to go against Justin Jefferson at one point. They play the NFC North. Um, Buffalo, obviously, we know what they did to him. So Cincinnati, they have to play Jamar Chase. Oh, my God. Yeah, tough schedule. Hopkins is coming back by the time they play the Cardinals. It's, yeah, it's tough. I'm I'm worried about the cornerbacks. It'll be interesting because as worried as we are, it seems like that is one thing that Belichick always just kind of can get is cornerbacks. Yeah. So I don't know. Worried, but. And I think they go back to like, I don't know, McCordy or Duggar, whoever is just going to like shadow the number one receiver. Yeah. Yeah, he's just gonna follow Jalen Mills around the field. That's true. Yeah, I feel like they'll be over under coverage. Who knows? Maybe they just go to zone. They don't even worry about it. They're just like a strict zone team. And if it, it would work, if they if the line does what it can do between yeah. Wise Judon and Farmore. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely concerned about the corners, but like you said, I mean. Belichick rarely misses at corner. Or corners never really cost them much, except for that Bills playoff game. Well, that was also linebackers, because they would just be they were running a muck in the middle of the field. Yeah, a lot of drag routes. I mean, both times they played them. It was ridiculous. And then the other thing is so I had I jotted down some notes. The first thing, the the stories of um, the Joe Judge, Matt Patricia experiment don't sound great. So I guess the question, I wonder what you think, because this is kind of how I feel. If shit's going bad, Belichick's just going to call it off and call the offense. Which I don't like. Did it, They came out and say who's calling it yet? I mean, I think it's starting with Patricia. I think that's where it's trending. Yeah, I just don't understand that concept of 
like if Patricia calls a bad quarter, like Joe Judge is going to call the second quarter? I don't know. Because I, I have do they no even idea. have? I mean, I guess they both came up through the Patriots, so you would think they should have a similar like philosophy and like game planning style to Belichick. Yeah, you would think you know that. What I mean, like it's just it should just be seamless, but you want to have the whole game. You want to be able to call the whole game. I don't understand how you can just be like, okay, that was a shitty drive. Like, get Joe Judge out there. He's going to call pass plays. Yeah. I, um, that's what worries me. And another thing that worries me is they are kind of changing the whole scheme. Hmm. They're like, uh, one thing I was reading is they're going to zone runs instead of gap runs, which, and then there was terminology that they were struggling with. So they're, they're changing up. They're basically getting rid of um, Josh McDaniels. It's as, as if Josh McDaniels didn't exist there. So that worries me. And yeah, well, I mean, what do you think? I mean, I never really liked Josh McDaniels offense. It was good. Right. But those third down draws. Yeah. I mean, those weren't great. I just I I agree it can't be two people. And Patricia was supposed to be this defensive guy. Why didn't you just name him the defensive coordinator and give Joe Judge to play calling? If you wanted to bring him back. You can't, you can't have him split the offense. That makes no sense. I don't know. I the whole scheme Why'd you bring them both back? I this is this brings me to a bigger micro concern I have like Belichick is being weird with his hires Hmm. he I mean if you were going to bring anyone back that was a former coach that you could have brought back you should have been the first person to call Brian Flores he shouldn't have had a chance to talk to anyone else no and you sabotaged his job in New York anyway so yeah I just I don't know I it's so strange that I don't know. I'm, I'm, it's such a weird situation between the coaches, the coordinators, and all that nonsense. And, and it's just weird that no, like he doesn't say it like anything. Right. Yeah. He, I, don't know. I mean, I don't know. That's just, I guess, what we're going to have to deal with for the first couple weeks. Well, I guess you're going to see it on Sunday. If they switch offense coordinators in the middle of the game, like play calling, mm-hmm. that's outrageous. Yeah. They're losing that game. Right. Yeah. So do you think they're going to hand off the big sheet? I don't know. Do they both have like a sheet or do they have their pen? own? Yeah, that's what I'm, that's even worse. Do they do, do they do a fantasy draft before the game of play calls they get? Yeah, that, that would be awful. If there's two big sheets out, I don't even know what I'm going to do. Yeah. It's – so, yeah, they have that going for them. And then it's – I guess is Steve Belichick calling defensive plays? 
No, I think it's mayo. Okay, good. It should be. It should be. It's such a... The other Belichick, yeah, I don't even... It's just such a weird thing hanging over the team. What's going on? Who Who is who? Do you think, though, internally, like, the players know who the coordinators are? Like, Mac Jones has to know who the offensive coordinator is. There can't be two people in that room. Right. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's just, like, no. So, I'm thinking maybe, yeah, you know, internally, they're just, like, Listen, defense, it's Mayo's calling the plays, and on offense, it's Patricia. And Joe Judge is just kind of like floating back and forth. Yeah. Okay, I'm overpaid and suck as the Giants coach. I, Maybe he goes back to special teams? Well, that's – I really wonder if special teams is going to be his destiny if the offense sucks for the first six weeks. It's going to be like, hey, go uh, – Go talk to Nick Folk for a little bit. Um, notice something about his pants. Why don't you go take? Why don't you go talk to him about him? Well, tight. He's not gonna be able to hit that fifty yard. So, yeah, that's so strange. All right, another couple things I jotted down here. This is from the book that I I paid a buck for. Devontae Parker is the worst wide receiver in the NFL at separation. Is it was a big body. Well, so I read an article. And it didn't look it, like that when they played the Patriots last year. He beat, he won every single slant. It was outrageous. Yeah. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. He beat Gilmore over and over and over. So I read an article where they interviewed. Maybe that was two years ago. Yeah, no, it was. It was the last game of 20. It was Brady's last regular season game with the Patriots. And it cost him a bye. It was bad. And he, I read an article where they interviewed uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and he said Devontae Parker calls 50-50 balls, 80-20 balls, because there's an 80% chance he's coming down with it. Kind of like the confidence. Right, but the thing is, is, Mac Jones doesn't throw those. He likes to throw to open space. Yeah, but so, in the goal line and stuff like that, help him a chance. Yeah, I I mean I agree. Uh, I think Parker will be good because the other guys get separation. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean he gets separation. I worst receiver in the league. I mean this is like that other report you told me last year where the what was it the. Lions defense was going to be better than the Patriots defense. Something ridiculous. Like oh, Shield Capadia. Yeah, whatever his name is. He's on the ringer now, Tim. Just hey, listen to the, on the NFL book. show. I want to hear it. Uh, was he wrong or was he wrong? He was wrong, Tim. He was wrong. Don't I, You're mad at me. For, I, don't shoot the messenger. All right, so other things that, I mean, these were kind of interesting, but actually it's just like almost like a, a duh thing. They were, when they didn't have negative plays, they led the team and led the league in scoring rate. So they couldn't overcome negative plays last year. I just, like these are little things that I thought were interesting. Just little, hmm. And then the other thing is this, you'll love this because you're a, you're a big line guy. When they didn't allow a stack 
sack, they led the league in scoring rate. That goes along with the negative play thing. Yeah, but, that's what I said. Like sacks? Oh, yeah, but also like a negative rushing. Run? Yeah, anything negative where they lost yards. A screen that was blown up in the back. Um, that seems like a weird thing. Like, I would feel like every team has at least one negative play game, like a run that you lose a yard on. Right, but basically what that's saying is the Patriots, when the Patriots weren't good at recovering from that, other teams recovered from it. Yeah. Like, the Chiefs don't care about a negative two-yard play because they have Patrick Mahomes, you know? Yeah. So... The Steelers last year really probably worried about a negative play. No, he has dead on. And then how about this? You'll oh, this this is really gonna get your goat. You're gonna love this. That can't be a saying. Yeah, it is. It's gonna get my goat. Uh-huh. The Patriots. On third and one to one to eight yards had the highest conversion rate. On third and nine or more, the 32nd. That is literally first to worst. Yeah, and that's not surprising because if it was over nine yards, it was a fucking draw play. Yeah. It made no sense. There were other plays they could have run. Um, Yeah, so that's those are the fun little stats. And then one not-so-fun one is the... Every player that they signed in free agency last year, their cap hit doubles. Mm-hmm. Henry's 6.8 to 15 million. John Smith, 5.8 to 13.7. Judon, 6.3 to 16 and a half. Nelson Aguilar, it, oh my God, 6.9 to 14.9. And then Bourne is 3.1 to 6.4. Yeah, that's not great. No. Um, I like the Bourne number. Yeah, 6.4 for – that's the cap. That, that's not like his salary. What? Did you see that report that Bourne was unhappy? Bourne I, wanted to get traded or something? I saw that um, Troy Brown was saying he's getting a little more – he's getting some more looks. So he's feeling better. Um. Because so, that would make sense why he got, you know, traded from San Francisco or dropped or whatever. Like if he gets an, an attitude every time he doesn't get the ball. Right. And it's too bad because he is just like super consistent. But I don't know. I. Hey, who knows how the season goes? Because Mac Jones likes the open guy. So if Bourne just ends up being the open guy and is getting like six targets a game, I think he'll be happy. Yeah, I'm not that worried about the offense. Just not. But as long as it's open, like we're saying, at least you'll see if Mac Jones is actually good. Right. You know, and that, that will answer that question. Yeah. All right. Um, so, what do you think their record is? Uh, ten and seven. 
I have them at eight and nine. You want to go through it? I broke it down. All right, yeah, go through it. Give us Miami wins. I see. I actually for not for some reason, but I kind of think they'll win this one too. Pittsburgh win. Baltimore loss. Green Bay win. I don't think the Packers are going to be that good. I uh, just I don't get it. All he did last year was force it to Devontae Adams. And that's why they lost the NFC Championship. Yeah. Um, like, I think it'll be close. But I think they win. Detroit win. Cleveland win. Chicago win. Jets win. Indianapolis loss. Jets win. Miami or Minnesota loss. Buffalo loss. Arizona win. Kyler will be junk by then, 13 games into the season. Yeah. Las Vegas loss, Cincinnati loss, Miami win, Buffalo loss. So I think I disagree with the Packers. That Cardinals game is like a swing game. So I feel like that's our two. That that changes the records to what we have. Yeah. So I think those are the two. I kind of I think I agree with you on all the other ones though. And who knows? Like Indianapolis might not be as good. No, I mean, they're adding Matt Ryan. He's competent, went sucked, but Jonathan yeah. Taylor might not be as good. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. Like, as a team, like, they go with Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. You know, but I, I had this little highlighted section here where it goes Green Bay, Detroit, Cleveland, Chicago, New York. If this goes, like I said, they'll be 7-1. and one going into that indie game and people will be losing their minds around here. And I right. highlighted underneath the New York game because the second half of the season is way hard. Right. So I think the, they luck out not having Deshaun Watson in that Cleveland game. Yep. The Packers, I don't, I don't see them beating. It's in green Bay, right? Yeah. And I think it's a night game. Woof. Yeah, I don't see. I don't see that. But if you're saying even if they get to their bye at six and two or five and three, it's like, well, hold on a second here. The second yeah. half is way too because you play play the Bills twice. But Minnesota, I mean, Las Vegas, Cincinnati. But that Minnesota game, I don't know. Uh Jefferson hamstring, uh Kirk Cousins, whatever. COVID exposure. Yeah. You, you just well, in the Buffalo game, if Buffalo is, has 13 wins and has the number one seed locked up and the I bye, like the, Josh Allen playing. The Bills would play him for at least like a half to make Just, sure that they keep the Patriots out if they could. Um. All right, so let's take a break, and then we will talk about the rest of the NFL. Basically, just go through some pe- – people who are in new places and then we'll give our predictions for each division in the wild cards. We're back, Tim. And, uh, Oh, did you see Marcus King has a new CD out? So that's something you could listen to. I don't know if you like him, but so new faces, new or same faces, new places, Tim, some, some good ones here. Oh, hold on. Uh, 
You know, don't you hate when a link doesn't just open up for you? Probably should have had it open. All right, here we go. First one on there shows Devontae Parker. All right, let's get the real ones. No one cares about, like, these guys. All right, Tyree Kill. This is one of the bigger ones. Now a dolphin. Uh, but I don't think he's going to have the same abilities based on who's throwing him the ball because he had the guy with probably the best ability to throw a football and foot in the NFL, throwing him the ball prior to where he is now. Yeah, I don't. And I, I don't think he, he'll have an okay year, but like those big plays he's going to have to make after catching it 10 yards from the last scrimmage, you know, it's not just like he's going to be 50 yards downfield catching balls from two. Right. Those balls in the offense, like the offense isn't going to be as good. The offensive coordinator, the head coach, it's all new. Like it's going to be, I feel like they're going to try and gimmick their way with so many screens. Yeah. It's going to be screens and drags and picks and all that stuff. And it's going to be so frustrating on Sunday to watch that happen. Yeah. Because you run sideline to sideline on the linebackers and it is in your benefit. And then another one. Uh, that's kind of the opposite. Juju Smith-Schuster goes from Ben Roethlisberger dead arm to Patrick Mahomes. I I think it's going to be a huge year. Yeah, I think he's going to do very well for himself. He was a top wide receiver three years ago, like a top 10 wide receiver. Yeah. And then Roethlisberger hasn't been able to throw for the past two years. I Yeah, I agree. I don't know. Uh... Why people are like, or I mean, I don't think people are necessarily down on him, but he sat around for a while before somebody picked him up. Yeah, like he got signed after Tyreek Hill got traded. Well, maybe they were just like, we can sign Juju Smith-Schuster. Let's get rid of this guy. Yeah, one year, three point two five million is pretty good deal. Uh, probably. I mean, the biggest move and the biggest story and everything is Deshaun Watson now being the quarterback for the Browns. It's, I don't think it makes – I mean, the Browns will be better. I don't think it makes the Browns contenders. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the, the amount of guaranteed money is – Absurd. And the whole situation's fucked. So, yeah, I – I think the Browns will be better because he's so much better than Baker Mayfield, but yeah, it's such a, it's a weird, um, I don't know. I don't know how to, I don't know, but he never made like the Texans that good. He's good. I'm not saying he's not good, but like he just went from a shitty team to a slightly better team. Yeah. And then they last, like, I don't know. Amari Cooper, is he really reliable to throw the ball to? No, no, I I get what you're saying, they but they have Chubb, they have him, Cooper, Najoku. Najoku had a good year last year. I don't know. I think they're they're better than what the Steelers are right now, and they're better than well, I guess the Bengals and the if Ravens. That's if you put Sean Watson with those wide receivers, I mean the offensive line is awful. Well, Tim, that's not the game. I'm saying what with the current rosters now, Mitch Trubisky against 
Watson, Mitch Trubisky's by far the worst quarterback in that division. Oh, I thought you were saying like you were just putting them on the Steelers or no, no, no. I'm saying what like, the rosters they what... have. Oh. Yeah. I mean, he's probably the second best quarterback in the division. Wait, what would your rankings be? Um, Lamar, Watson. I don't even know who the uh, Joe Burrow. You heard of him? Yeah, Joe Burrow. Ah, uh, you know what? I might go Lamar Burrow, Watson, Trubisky. I think it's safe to say that it's going to be a fucked up season. But if say say they were, it was just clean slate pure ability to play NFL quarterback, those four people, I think Watson's the best. He is so good, but he's a piece of shit. You have to, you have to keep in mind who he has around him too. Right. No, I get that. I get that. I'm, and he hasn't played in almost two years or by the time he does, it won't be two years. It's, I just, I think he's really good, but well, let's just move on. Um, you know what I don't get? What? I want to make sure I have this right. Watson comes back when they play the Texans. Yes. Why would the NFL want to shine a light? Because you know they're going to call it a coming home game or a revenge game for Deshaun Watson. Like, I you're d- out of your mind. Why would I don't you think wait they'll, I don't think they'll frame it. I I bet the the broadcast will be like, do not frame this in any way of coming home. Like revenge. Why else would you do it though? Why else would you add those? I don't because the NFL is fucking stupid. <laughs> Just make it indefinite. Anybody talks about it. Yeah, it's it's dumb. You know, you could have done it quietly, like after I don't know when the Browns buy is, but like giving the Browns a later buy and just like activated them on the bye week and just kind of swept it all under the rug. But you said nope. Let's make it this weird 11-game suspension so that he can play the Texans. And I think it's Monday night. Tim. It's either it's, Monday night or Sunday night. No one's ever said that NFL is good at handling situations that are pretty clear how you should handle it. <laughs> they just like to fuck that up. That's All just right. it. Devontae Adams is probably the second, maybe not even the second biggest move, but he got traded to the Raiders. Love it. You love it for who? Devontae Adams. Oh, I didn't know you're so so high on Devontae Adams. I think he's going to have a good year. I think if you compare his year to what Tyreek Hill's going to do, they're kind of equals. Devontae Adams better, but I think Adams will have a better year in Vegas. Wow. I got into an argument about this because he was the only thing Green Bay had. And people would double him every game. When he goes to Vegas, you know, they have Renfro, Waller. I'm sure they have a decent number two wide receiver. Yeah. You can't just double team him. No, I get it. Um, But maybe he won't get the ball as much was the the kid's argument. Yeah, that's a lame argument. Um, Yeah, because he still could get 10 catches a game, and that's plenty. 
I saw someone on Twitter who like understands X's and O's way better than I do. Just call them the release God because he just gets away from the guy guarding him in yeah. a step and a half. So yeah, I, I don't know why green Bay did it because I mean, I look at the 65 million guaranteed, but I, I don't know. Yeah, but that's only going to really look shitty in three years. Unless yeah. it blows up in their face. Yeah. And then, I don't know. Let's go through. Oh, and then the last big one that we'll talk about, unless you want to talk about Brandon Bolden. but uh, Great locker room guy. The other big one, well, DJ Chark was overpaid by the, line, by the Jaguars. And then, obviously, Russell Wilson. I was wondering who you kept alluding to. I was like, Monte oh, Adams, I think, well, is bigger than Russell Wilson. Carson Wentz. There's some names that are out there, but yeah, I just think that quarterbacks are rated much higher. So I don't think that the Broncos are going to be all that everybody's hyping them up to be. No, I think they're the might finish in last place because there's, you know, Russell Wilson wasn't good the last last year so like and he was throwing a Metcalf and Lockett like yeah and and maybe that's the thing maybe you know he does three times the work but he just isn't that three times as good did he say that he does three times the work? oh my god you didn't in one of his introductory Broncos interviews he was like someone asked me to do something I triple it and I do three times the work that sounds like Jonesy. <laughs> that does. Um, he, I got to say, I have no use for Russell Wilson. I don't need to see no. him play. I don't need to hear him. I don't need any part of him. Nope. Doesn't do it for me. Um, oh, and Amari Cooper, he was also moved. So those are some moves. But we're we're getting long-winded here, Tim. Let's go to our predictions. Okay, we're just going to kind of go quick with this. AFC East, who wins? Bills. Bills. I agree. And AFC North. Ravens. I have the Ravens as well. AFC South. Colts. I also have the Colts. We did not share this uh, information. AFC West. Chiefs. I had the Chiefs too. All right. Who are I your think three? we'll get a little spicy with the wild cards. Okay. Who are your three wild cards? You want to go through the AFC wildcard right now? Yeah, yeah. Who are your three wildcard teams? Um, Chargers. Yep. Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Patriots. Oh, Timmy. I have Chargers, Bengals, and Raiders. Yeah, I left the Raiders out. It's solely because I want to put the Patriots in. Yeah, no, I don't blame you. Hell, I I I hope they make it. I know, but I think it like outside of the Chiefs, the Chargers have done this for two years. Mm-hmm. They got smoked by the Patriots last year, and that was not a good Patriots team. That was and like Khalil good... Mack is old. I don't not... understand why people still think like that was a huge and. Good cornerbacks don't get thrown out. So J.C. Jackson, 
got thrown that all the time. Yeah. Yeah, no, I get the argument. Um, I just, I don't know. There's, I've heard good points made about there's turnover in the playoff race every year. So if you were to think who was the weakest team in the playoffs last year for the AFC, would you say it's the Patriots or maybe the Raiders who got in on the last day? Did One the of those Steelers two? make the playoffs. Steelers didn't. Steelers uh, almost would... could have if there was a tie in that last game and there was almost a right. tie. Uh, the Titans were bad. They were the number one seed. But they were a bad playoff team. We're talking about bad playoff teams. Right. I don't think the Titans make the playoffs this year. So, no. But I'm saying, say there's turnover and you're adding the Chargers and the Colts, or well, at least the Chargers, mm-hmm. because the Colts will win the division that the Titans won. You're adding the Ravens. So two teams got to go. The Patriots in my mind. And I guess it's... Well, there's an extra spot then. Well, yeah. So it's, I guess it's one spot's open. It's do you think the Patriots are better than the Raiders? That's what it comes down to, kind of. That's Maybe. how I'm... like. That's I know what you're saying. I see what you're saying. But I think that the... AFC West is going to beat up on itself so much that like, yes, they're better than other teams, but they're going to each get like two additional losses. Like the Patriots, you can pencil them in to beat the Jets twice. You would hope Mm -hmm. you can't do that for any team in that division. Unless you think that's true. That's true. They're that division. Those games where that's where the the Patriots might not be a better team. But just the way it shakes out, they, they're going to have a better record. Yeah. Or they'll have, you know, a hybrid. The road, well, yeah, the like common opponents. Well, they play each other, so, right? Do they? Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. All right. Moving on to the NFC. NFC East. Eagles. You know, I... I have the Eagles getting into the playoffs, but I think right now the Cowboys for me, but the Eagles, I mean, I don't think the Cowboys are great, but now that's a division where you get pretty much four wins between the Giants and Commanders. All right, North? Uh, Vikings. Oh, I have the Packers still. I know you're you're off the Packers, but I still got them. All right, uh, South? I chose the Bucks. I did too. I don't love it. All right. I know this was said on Simmons, but our Tom Brady might not play a lot of football this year. I don't know. I think he will because he's a psycho, but it's weird. It's a lot of weird stuff going on. You know what? Here's what I ha- I wish happened to him. I wish for the sake of the people I love in the game of football after the Patriots beat the Rams, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick walked off holding hands together. And both retired. Yes. And we just started from scratch. Yep. But with Brian Flores, things got weird. Yes. With Brian Flores. So not from scratch from within and Brian Flores. <laughs> yeah. They both lost their minds or are starting to slowly lose their minds. It's we like Belichick at least is 70 something. 
Brady has too much Botox in his face. It sucks. Yeah. It it gets weirder and weirder, and it it's not hard for me to remember those 2001 to 2019 years, but it's like, oosh, this guy. Yeah. I... And on top of that, to, to piggyback on that, I do not want to hear about fucking Gronk coming back. Oh, don't rule Gronk out midseason. You know what? He's probably fucking coming back. I just don't want to hear it. That's another guy. Just Edelman. The weirdness. Just give me the memories I had with them and let's move on. I don't All think right. he'll leave in the middle of the year, but this is probably it. Unless Tuchel does leave him. Then he right, then he'll play till he's fucking 50. All right, NFC West. San Francisco. Yeah, 49ers. What are your wild card teams? Uh, Green Bay, New Orleans, and Dallas. Oh, so I had the Eagles and Vikings. I just flipped those two picks from you, but I still have the Rams. Oh, fuck. I knew I was forgetting a team. I mean, I there, like, there is a concern that their quarterback's elbow hurts every time he throws the ball, much like you. It's true. He should get it looked at and not wait as long as I have. <laughs> I think he's. I think he has better access to doctors. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go ahead and put the Rams where I have the Saints. Okay, so, yeah. Because that's, uh, that's ludicrous. They're, they're, they're going to miss the playoffs. The only difference is you have the – in the entire – predictions you have the patriots in and i have the raiders in we have all the rest of the same teams um and then real 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 quick and we can end on this immediate thoughts on the 12 team uh football playoff i don't care i i don't i mean yeah it's cool for some small school or smaller school to say you made the playoff but guess what when you're number 12 and you have to play Alabama, you're going to lose by 40. Or any yes. of those number I one get that. four schools. I just think like, eh, I'll watch that. I'll watch a college football playoff more. I, I'll go yeah. into it being like, okay, this so it's going to be four S, three SEC teams and the one good ACC team or three SEC teams in Ohio State. That's what I yeah. think, cynically. But I don't think the argument people had when – Georgia destroyed the Ducks. Like, oh, see, the three beat the 11. Oregon might end up as like 18th seed. They might not make it. Preseason rankings don't mean shit. Don't mean anything. But I think if you just get more teams in the pot, more than likely you're going to have a random pick six or a missed extra point that's going to send home the higher seed. I think it'll be like... um the college football or college basketball bracket when it gets down. Like when you get the five playing the seven, can that happen? Uh, I mean, at some point you might get those two teams against each other. You know, but like the middle of the pack teams, like let's say teams five through 12, those mm-hmm. like seven, eight games or, you know, 10 versus well, six. How do you not know this stuff? It's eight, nine, seven, 10. I'm just throwing it out there. Okay. Jeez. All right. So seven versus ten. That could be a good game. Right. But I think it's all for nothing when they go play the actual good teams. Yeah. No, it's true. You know, like even like Michigan. Who'd Michigan play this year in the championship? Ohio State. No. No, Georgia. Georgia. And they got. But like in the semifinal. Yeah, in the semifinal, and they got crushed. Mm-hmm. 
and Alabama crushed whoever they played, Ohio State. Yeah. And those are big schools. Like, and then they had a really good national championship game. So I don't know. Uh, yes, it will be more interesting to watch. But when does the tournament start? I don't know. I don't know anything. They've they just have to expanded play it. Into, like fucking March. Well, I bet they take away bowl games. Who gives a shit about two six and seven teams and when you can add two good teams, you know? Yeah. So, so you have to give them a week off in between every game. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I just, I like, like the more variance. in November to finish it in January. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, I guess you don't want to go up against the NFL playoffs. So, yeah, it's going to be weird. All right, Tim, I will talk to you and hell. I might even watch the Patriots with you. We'll try and arrange that. Yeah, I know you're busy next weekend, but we'll, we'll discuss. So good talking to you, Tim, and it's good that football's back. Yeah. All right. Go Pat. Yeah, bye.